Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Jennifer, Karen, Julia, Mary, Kevin, Robin, Jenny, Anna, Barbara, Susie, Diane, Stephanie, Terry, Erica, Jill, Joe, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E on.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. I know I've been stressed out and crazy mm-hmm. and bitchy, sure. mm-hmm. but I'd rather be with you than anyone else because right. I know we work well together. Well together. Yes. Yeah. Those are unicorns! Ah! Can we play? We want to win some unicorns. The clouds have parted and there's a unicorn. All you lovely, lovely, wonderful listeners, welcome back into the workroom, the labor of love, dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernest. And I am Nayland. Uh, welcome back, Nayland. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ernest. Yeah, and uh, welcome back, listeners. So happy to be with you all as well. Um, just a, a reminder up top. We love hearing from you, and um, these past few weeks, we've been getting some really wonderful letters, and I just want to remind everyone that you can send us your questions or gossip or whatever's to us at Gmail, in the workroom at gmail.com, and we are also on Instagram at the Workroom Podcast or on Facebook with our wonderful community there at facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And also that's where um, the cheat sheets show up, and the cheat sheets are also linked to the to the show notes so once we get there um uh you have a visual to follow along with us on this uh, final runway or the runway of this this episode and it's in runway order and also to our wonderful patreon patrons we are so thankful for you all um and if you are not a patron on patreon you can join us over there where we're covering next in fashion uh style with elsa clinch the we went through the 2020 uh, Vogue September issue that had um, a pretty historic theme of hope for this year, and then Nayland and I are going through a stitch in time, the BBC mm-hmm. sensation, which was Nayland's idea. I have to give you all the credit <laughs> because people love it. And I'm just like, mm, yeah, so that was that was a Nayland pick. Have have people been responding? Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, we have some people who've never watched the show and are. Really, really grateful for the introduction, as am I. (laughs) (laughs) And um, for our patrons, um, we so just letting everyone know, we are going to um, take a week off from um, Project Runway season 12 for next week because we're going to catch up on our bonus episodes. And so next week, Nalen will be back in the workroom, the bonus edition, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be picking up on episode three of A Stitch in Time. So... Stay tuned for that. Um, 
Yeah. Also, just just, you know, last and definitely not least, let it, you know, just to remind everyone we're on the other side of the U.S. general election, but we're still in a runoff in Georgia. So our wonderful listeners, if you're in Georgia, um, if you're out there or if you're um, engaged at all with U.S. elections and would like to figure out how to volunteer and Mm -hmm. um, be involved, I'm uh, the link for vote.org is in the show notes that will give you all of your information there. Um, And yeah, I have to. I think that's all. About, that's about it. There's a lot going on yeah. at the top of the episode. I, I think that I, I'm. I I just heard this in another place, so I'm not sure if it's exactly right information. But what I heard was that if you voted, uh, if you are a Georgia voter who voted by mail, um, you uh, you need to request another ballot for the runoff, and we're coming up on the on the deadline for that. Yes. That that's that that um, that you need to uh, it's it's you're not automatically um, set up to get another uh, to get a, your second ballot for the runoff All right. in in uh, in the mail. Okay. So um, and my vagueness about that should just be the signal to you to actually find out what's really going on. Yes. Because I am not the most reliable source of information on, on Georgia election law. We <laughs> so don't find live there, a reliable but we care. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so vote.org, it's, it's really, really uh, super easy. You can put in your zip code and find your information there. And that goes for anyone else, wherever you are in the U.S., it's, mm-hmm. a, it's one of those universal websites that's just there to give you straight up information. So great. Um, and before we officially start episode three or our, our dive into that, Nalen, I had a question for you because you're very adamant about calling dibs about this episode. <laughs> yeah. Without spoiling it, can you tell me why you were so into episode three in particular? I'm curious. I, you know, I feel like this is a uh, a kind of turning point <laughs> hmm. for the show. Uh huh. Um, I feel like it is a. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of things that come together um, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, more so than I even initially thought when I was calling dibs. Huh. Um, so, um, but on, you know, on watching it again, I was like, oh yeah, there's, there's a lot here. Yeah. Okay. So we will get it. We'll, we'll get into it. All right. I'm very curious because, <laughs> you know, the whole season and it's just, you know, cause we have fresh eyed Patricia on the other end who uh, has a, a newcomer's perspective on this and so much happened during this season that yeah I don't know like it's there are a lot of things that have been coming up where I'm like wow this is yeah this it is feels exhausting right it's a lot yeah a lot all right yeah okay so let's get into this episode and we start at the very top at the refinery hotel at 5 30 a.m Mm-hmm. which is just hellfire time. Uh, right. There is no sun. It's ridiculous. And of course, it has to be this early because Heidi Klum is evil. She is the most lovable right. demon <laughs> on the right. face of the earth. 
But let's also take a moment, because I'm looking at this shot that says Refinery Hotel, 5.30 a.m., mm-hmm. um, and it is overlaid on four male designers, presumably <laughs> asleep. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, they're all Very... like, in bed asleep. Yeah, no. <laughs> now, <laughs> now we, we know that's not right. <laughs> Okay, so what you're saying, Nayland, what you're saying, you're breaking the fourth wall here and saying to me that either they woke up even earlier than 5.30 so that they could be prepared for Heidi Klum's evil entrance to, quote unquote, wake them up. I'm saying that there's that either a camera person or maybe potentially a camera i don't know uh-huh. was like just left running in the corner of the room all night long like this is not a big brother style um you know uh, security camera shot yes yeah right you're right this is like <laughs> so so either they left a camera running an expensive video camera running all night long or there are there were pickup shots is just what I'm saying. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. No, you're right. You're right. Because I would like to believe that <laughs> Heidi Klum came in and screamed, "Wait!" Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. In in a room that is fully lit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so then, what is it like? Okay, because. First of all, who is it? Helen and Ken basically yes. leap out of bed as if they're really, really surprised yeah. by this. And are just yeah. like, oh, my Ken, God. Ken sells it. Ken is a pro. <laughs> all right. Okay. Then they, they had me because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. I'm not thinking anything about people sleeping with the lights on. I'm I I you know, in the shot previous, they didn't have the lights on, which is a little bit. I mm, Yeah. I definitely I'm I I just like I'm wondering about the logistics of it. I'm I'm sure that they woke them all up unexpectedly <laughs> with a crew and with Heidi. Right. I just don't know how they got those establishing shots. Yeah. They're probably like, you know, hey, it's a I wouldn't be even be surprised if they came in at like four AM and just like <laughs> propped up in the corner. Let them go back to sleep because, you know, evil. <laughs> just let Heidi have her her lollies and woke them up again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I will say that there are a few things like that I can imagine as being more frightening than Heidi Klum <laughs> like leaping into my bedroom and telling me to get up. How about her leaving into your bedroom and telling you that you're going to go to Coney Island? Like just, yeah, it's just <laughs> Which is not scary at all, but I, I would be scared if I had to ride a ride. I love Coney Island. Um, I, I, I love it, but also if she was like, you have to ride a ride, I think I would be a little scared. I've never been on a ride. Is that, uh, is that true? That's true. I mean, it's not, of course it's true. You told yeah. me. You yeah. were it's no my experience, Nayland. But, but you're not a you're not a ride person. You're not I, a well. I am. I love roller coasters, but maybe this is my uh, I don't know. Maybe this is my L.A. showing. I've okay. Or also maybe this is just my family showing. I've never been to a state fair, 
And uh-huh. I've never ridden one of those rides that show up in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> I've never. That you're like the most... is what you're saying. You're just, you're just, you say it. You're prejudiced against carnies. I really am. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to be diplomatic about it because it has nothing to do with a real experience. I just have never been on it. But I was like, I wasn't allowed to ride those rides, and this is just a part mm-hmm. of my identity now. I'm just like an anti carny person. Anti carny. So, so have you been out to Coney Island? I have. My first summer living in New York, I went to Coney Island. Yeah, because really, a um, you know, uh, uh. Uh, one of the most democratic places mm-hmm. in New York City, um, historically one of the first places where um, uh, that that was sort of um, uh, racially mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, really fantastic location. I always think it's a good trip to bring guests out there. Yeah. Okay. It- it's a little weird to me, however, that um, and, you know, those rides of like, think about how long the, um, uh, you know, think about how long the um, the the roller coaster has been there at Coney Island. Right. Right. Without an accident. You know what? Yes, that is that is very rational. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very logical observation. Um, man, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, it's just, it makes no sense why I haven't ever ridden one of the rides. Cause I always, I, it's part of the weird magical thinking where I'm like, well, no, when I ride it, that's the day it's going to fall apart. When right. I, when I choose to get a ticket, that's yeah. when everyone yeah. on it with me will die. <laughs> We'll just we'll just roll right into the into the ocean on mm-hmm. on this ride. It'll fall apart. It'll it'll just you know rip itself from these. Uh, it's bolted down location that it's only that's been sitting for hundreds of years. Not mm-hmm. a hundred, but you know many many decades. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. So yes, they're going out to Coney Island. Yes. They are. They're um, which Sue who is from New York says she's never been to. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause I'm like, um, where does Sue live? I, I mean, I don't know, but it's, it is not a, it's not a long ride. Let's it, just put it that way. No, it isn't. It, and it's also really great to go when it is that gray outside because yeah. they kind of show up and it seems as if they're all freezing, but some of them are yes. in shorts. Yeah. <laughs> They're, yeah, they're cold. Yeah, yeah and and it's yeah. it's cold and damp, and of course this is pro- so this is probably like by this point maybe it's seven a.m. Yeah, that they're out there, right? Yeah, I think that's like, a good estimate. Like, it's super early in the morning. Yeah, um, and so yeah, so the here's Coney Island, amazing like sideshow performers mm-hmm. the. Famous, like, you know, the landmark Cyclone and Wonder Wheel amusement park rides. Like, so, Ernest, what's the, like, so are they there to draw inspiration from this, um, you know, wonderful promenade and place of, of street fashion for New York, for New Yorkers? I mean, yes, but we have like 6,000 steps before we actually get there. <laughs> There's a lot 
that needs to get done at 730 in the morning. First okay. of all, uh, they have to meet Tim. Tim is bundled up in a plaid blazer that looks like it's probably mm. like designer down. But the, mm-hmm. you know, the down little, it, the down is covered with, with plaid. And um, we have to, you know, do our lifetime. I call it, call it our lifetime shenanigans because Tim is standing next to Dave Smeeter. Uh, the VP <laughs> of Marketing Communications of Yo Play Frozen Yogurt. Okay, so, so hold, let let's just back it up there one second. So really, the, uh, the reason why I called dibs is because of this challenge. Oh man. Okay. So so is there something in particular about yogurt or well, Yo Play or that it's frozen Yo Play yogurt? Well, first of all, da- like um, uh, Dave Smetter is uh, like it, it. It would we describe his look as fashion forward? <laughs> you know what? I would say um, I would say fashion tiptoe light. I would say he's he's, he's dipped his toe into like corporate light fashion. He uh, there's there is uh, yeah I. Uh, like um yeah <laughs> nina like they had to do some adr here because just to cover up the the sounds of nina retching into a bag <laughs> back in manhattan dave is wearing um dave is wearing a you know a sensible blue oxford shirt that has mm-hmm. Like the YoPlay, or maybe it's the Pillsbury corporate nope, food it's, division it is logo. Yo-play. It is definitely it's a YoPlay Yo-play logo yep. embroidered embroidered above the uh, embroidered above the pocket, mm-hmm. um, and a a a really a a, a bold pair of of Dockers. <laughs> I have written here that he looks like YoPlay tastes. Yeah. <laughs> so so sensible inoffensive um yeah it's fruit fruit on the bottom you know it's just (laughs) you work you work through three quarters of your lunch hour and now you have to have some sort of a food substance yes so so you convince yourself that having yo play is actually healthy for you exactly i mean um yeah, and and then he launches into this like uh, he tells the designers that he is that that everyone there at YoPlay is thrilled to be working with them. <laughs> we hear you're a very creative group. <laughs> so so Dave has delivered this same speech to like eighth graders. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, like, look at you guys here with your eyes and your hair, <laughs> different heights. <Yeah>, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, I hear you all design clothes. I, I happen to wear clothes. Yes, look at my uh, neon khakis. Yeah, <laughs> my wife loves to wear clothes. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's so yeah. So he's there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so is he there to explain to us about like the bold new creative vision of of Yo Play frozen yogurt and how 
it is it it is uh, you know aligned with the international worlds of fashion and thus <laughs> they're going to be brand consultants for something <laughs> i mean i would say that he's he's more about uh tempering their expectations <laughs> because yo play it's still yo play that's the most important right. thing it's still yogurt it's yeah. just frozen though yeah it's, it's everything fr- you expect it's just frozen. Yeah. So 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 like keep your hats on. Like don't yeah. don't don't lose it too much. I, I mean we're we're going crazy with with the temperature, but yes. it still tastes like yogurt. We just want to yeah. make sure that this <laughs> this is this is supposed to temper you. I don't, uh, but inspire. You know, like yeah. Let's let's uh. <laughs> so what are they supposed to do? Oh my god. So. Uh, what they're supposed to do is take okay section one. So uh, there, there's 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 sections. Everyone. So section one is that if they hadn't noticed that they're on the boardwalk, and then also behind them are a bunch of carts on that boardwalk mm-hmm. filled with what would you guess? Frozen yogurt. Yo play frozen yogurt. Filled with yo play frozen yogurt. Section mm-hmm. one is take them out on the boardwalk. And uh, give out samples to a crowd of random strangers that they find on Coney Island who are just out there for a daily stroll at, at, at 7.45 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yes, yes. We're, we're, you're getting a little ahead of it. But yes. yes. Ask, they're, they're, yeah. they're handing out. They're going to they're gonna give out samples mm-hmm. of frozen yogurt. Yes. So in other words, designers for the next <laughs> for the next fifteen minutes, because that's how long they have. Oh, it was fifteen. I put down fifty because fifteen made no sense. <laughs> oh no, no, it's fifteen. Oh, they got no. a lot to get through. We're, we oh, haven't even man. really gotten to like the challenge. Yet. I know this isn't the challenge. So, <laughs> so this is so a task. For fifteen minutes. <laughs> okay. The- going to basically play the role of of like an intern at a marketing firm yes yes <laughs> where they hand out samples to people and ask them what what do they ask them they they want to um they want them to describe their collective experience of the frozen yogurt yo play um uh you know ride you know, think of it as a ride on on Coney Island. Like if you, if you, the, the excitement and the thrill of it, um, and and what does it do to your brain? What does it do to your body? And describe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Descriptive <laughs> sensory words. Yeah. We want. Yeah. Um. And they're supposed to write down all of the words, <laughs> but then only choose three. Right. And yeah, this yeah. is sort of where we get to it. This will define the direction of their design. Of their design. Yes. Right. So this is this that's <laughs> so the inspiration. It's not, like, it's not like even their own response. No. To the yogurt. No. It's they're not supposed to draw inspiration directly from the frozen yogurt. No. They're supposed to draw inspiration from the random words that people spit out in relationship yes. to their experience of the yogurt. This is about a survey. This is not about their personal takes on a personal experience. This is about them yeah. interpreting <laughs> people's yeah, yeah. just like abstract response to 
<laughs> yogurt on a stick. Yes. So yeah. Uh, and then you bring up the very good point that that um well there's there's another component to it now. Right. Um, Tim says you notice. Yeah. That there's there's all of you, mm-hmm. and there are there's fourteen of you, and there's seven carts yeah. behind us. Dun, so dun, this dun. is your first team challenge. It's a team challenge. Yeah. So yeah, a team of two, mm-hmm. and we do have a moment where Kate, who was from the notorious season of season eleven, right. where all of the challenges were team based, yes. all except for one. And, um, I, you know, I think they're really trying to make her into a demon. They're like, this will trigger Kate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe we can bring something out. But, um, but yeah. Well, yes. And then also, I, I mean, so Tim gets out the button bag. Mm-hmm. And I've never really doubted the button bag before. I mean... But you know, I feel some shenanigans on this button bag. You know, I'm so glad that you brought this up because so this is here. This is a point where I they didn't even fool me. I'm easily fooled. <laughs> easily, easily. I want to believe that everything is real. Everything is by chance. And mm-hmm. that it's just, you know, coincidence. Oh, my gosh. Like how things are set up. Absolutely not. No. Um, because let's 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 get into these teams. Right. So they pair off Alexander and Justin first. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kate and Helen. Right. Helen, who has already, we're, this is episode three. She's already had a whole full character arc because she goes from hating Kate, sight unseen, like right. never knowing Kate, to feeling ashamed of. Uh, being or or mm-hmm. I would say doubting her uh, her initial reaction, and mm-hmm. then being pleasantly surprised that that Kate's not a monster, to mm-hmm. being paired up with her on the first mm-hmm. team challenge, and they're they walk arm in arm to their cart. Right, it's a beautiful and, sight. And so this one, I'm like, okay, you know, I could see, like, probably they asked everybody, what do you think about Kate coming back? Yeah. Right. And right. they and and so they had some B-roll on everybody having their attitude about Kate. Yeah. Um, and so then when they got this thing where th- where these two were paired up, then they were like, OK, well, let's let's really, you know, define the storyline of like mm-hmm. of Helen and Kate. Okay. That part yeah. I, that part I could like see happening. In yeah. Post. Almost like a reverse engineered thing. Yeah, that yeah. it's like, oh, this is where the conflict could be in this team. Yeah. So let's like let's look for other moments where we had that already. Okay. Right. Yeah, I I, I buy that. I buy that. Yeah. Um, so who else? Next we have Jeremy, who is British, and says, "Thank you for calling my mm-hmm. name." And then Ken. Yes. Um. Then we have Sue and Sandro. Hmm. Then we have Brayden and Karen. Right, and we get we get Sue, we get a bunch of Sue being like, oh right, yeah. Um, he's a firecracker. I'm really excited to be working with him, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. They also skip down the boardwalk because yes. they actually like each other, and she thinks he's hilarious, and yes, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then we have Brayden and Karen. 
Mm-hmm. And Dom, who, when Tim calls Dom's name, she goes, me! And then we have Alexandria. <laughs> just really mm-hmm. great. The cutest person on the cast. And then the least, uh, I would say this, just the, the stoicest or the most stoic yeah. person who's ever yeah, graced. Yeah, fire this. and ice. Yes, exactly. Um, and then, you know, who's left? By sheer luck of the draw, our uh, final pair are Miranda and mm-hmm. Timothy. What are the right. odds, Nealand? <laughs> so, I mean, here's the thing: like, I, I I tried to apply my own logic, okay, to the logic that I just applied to to Helen and um. Uh, Kate, uh, is it Kate? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, Timothy and Miranda, and go yeah. like, okay, well, you kind of know where this is going. So, do you seed conflict about it earlier on in earlier episodes when you're doing the edit? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it it really, really strains credulity to imagine that it, you know if if it had gone any other way mm-hmm. this um this would not have happened yeah and i just don't i i feel like so when i say that this is like an important episode it's like in part it's like how much do i really like this feels like a real reach for drama in this episode. Yeah, I'm, and there there is something else that's just just kind of uncanny, and perhaps. And I thought, in a way, perhaps Miranda, it's Miranda's fault that she got chosen to be with Timothy because she's wearing a bedazzled unicorn tank top. Mm. And I don't know <laughs> if that was a flex <laughs> or. You- called it you know yourself. i'm just saying i was just like i think you kind of wanted this you you it just it just feels like it was written in the bedazzled unicorn stars of your tank top kind of um yeah so i man what a disappointing pair <laughs> so uh and also from Wisconsin, you know, this tiny, tiny state, it's it's sort of like this whole thing it, it was set up in a way that is uncanny. Not not to say that we can't have two excellent designers from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, end right. up on the same season of Project Runway, season 12. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's not impossible, but just saying it's very unlikely. Um, and that perhaps this was a, a long game the producers were playing mm-hmm. with us. Yes. All right. So we have our seven and yep. we have our instructions from Tim. It's like, go out, get those tasters, uh, get yep. some words. And we have this moment where they interact with the crowd and we're hearing words like, I don't know. I wrote down some words that I thought were really interesting, like fluffy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, happy, uh, mm-hmm. Raspberry Town, and mm-hmm. also the fonts. If we could describe the fonts that yeah. were popping up on our screen, it's clear that they're trying to uh, work out a like a font personality, if you will. But there is just a lot of papyrus. I noticed. Yeah, I, I, can papyrus be all that? of them? Why? It's just so dated. <laughs> <laughs> just... 
I was like, oh, they're playing around, but not in a in a in a great way. Like you couldn't find extra fonts. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I also love like again when you think about the setup for this, mm -hmm. like, like they push these carts over <laughs> to where a clump of people are standing. Mm -hmm. That has got to be like people who answered a casting call to yeah. be there at 7 a.m. So like jealous. that is not like that's like family of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're thinking it's family of the crew. Not I mean, I'm, you know, this, I, this is, I heard this like just from, um, you know, a, a drag race, um, podcast, but uh -huh. sometimes for those things where they need a live audience, it'll be like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll bring in a few people, but, but often it's like friends of friends or, yeah. fam, you know, yeah. you know, people who are like part of the, you know, extended crew, man. That's so fun. Yeah. Jealous. Because, I mean, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Because I would love to go out. I would I would wake up before dawn for this and, you know. Yeah. Try to some... potentially be on Project Runway. Yeah. Sure. And, and talk to them and, and, and try some, yeah. you know, stuff that I would never eat otherwise. So I can say, yeah, it tastes like waves. It mm -hmm. tastes like sky. <laughs> it tastes yeah. like what? I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah. make a dress that, you know. I don't know. Spells out Raspberry Town. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just I just thought this was was really right. interesting. So. All right. So they have their words. They've and... got their words and they're and, and I think they're probably all ready to like head back to the workroom because right. uh, we can see that everybody's got umbrellas out and it has now started raining. Yeah, it's miserable out there. Yeah. Um, but Tim tells him we're not going to mood. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You didn't know this, but section four time. So we've had our three sections. Section four, we're not done yet. Yeah. And Tim goes, you see where we are <laughs> on the boardwalk of Coney Island? And you see what's behind me is the Luna Park amusement park. And then you hear the dun, dun, dun music where it's just like mm -hmm. this screechy, awful. Usually I would call this just like Heidi horror theme. And right. Tim goes, well, you're going to play games. And the prizes you win will be the materials you use for your challenge. So guess what, guys? It's the third episode, but it's your second unconventional challenge of the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, yeah. And at this point, there's some great reaction shots where, like, designers <laughs> just look frightened. <laughs> they just look terrified. <laughs> because they really never saw this coming. I mean, yeah. they got them yeah. real good. Yeah. On this one. Two hours ago, Heidi Klum like <laughs> burst into their bedroom with a camera crew. And now this is happening. Yeah. That they're gonna have to like play carnival games. Uh, yes. <laughs> they're like, it's this is fun, right? And torture? Great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and so this is like uh, this is why I called dibs on this challenge. <laughs> This is why I called dibs on this episode, because to me, this is the penultimate, like, how are we going to, how we have these brand endorsements for the season. Mm -hmm. How are we going to make a challenge out of this? Man. And 
fucking ludicrous. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's like, it's not about the yo play. It's not about Coney Island. It's not about, it's like about words that people said in response to the yo play mm-hmm. made out of stuff that they won at Coney Island. But it's like, it's, it's utterly pointless. And it's teams. Yes. It's like, <laughs> this is. This is, like, meaningless. I know. So we watched them playing all these games. Right. Oh, but you forgot. Um, Just one more thing is that they oh, get okay. $100 to spend with their GoBank card. So they oh, all... Oh, is that true? Oh, see, I missed that. This yeah. Time they, so they, the, the way they pay for these games is with their GoBank card. Right. So, that's yes. right. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing about that... um. Now we know that these games are fucking totally rigged. So because no way people win those prize like like we we see them like you know mm-hmm. um, uh, playing different um, different carnival games. Yeah, like whack a mole and other stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they're winning. I wonder if they replaced all of the oh you you got like the kind of high score with, you know, basically switched all the prizes. So yeah, that everybody the, wins the biggest prizes. The biggest, yes. biggest, yeah. gi- most ginormous yeah. prizes. It has to be, right? Yeah. Um, because 10 lets them loose and they only have 30 minutes. That's not a lot of time to be playing games exactly. at Coney Island. Exactly. To get all the materials you need. And also they're being very uh, picky and discerning. They're just like, oh, you know, uh, who is this? Um, Jer- Jeremy and and Ken are going for sophisticated colors, so they're trying to get browns and right. and other things that go together. Right. But it also looks like so the first game we see played is by Jeremy and Ken. They kind of mm-hmm. win something, and Jeremy just goes and picks what he wants. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, can I have this thing with yeah, brown yeah. in it?" <laughs> which is like, sure. which again takes a whole other layer of suspense out of this challenge yes like yeah. if it really was you have to win your materials yeah and if you don't win it you don't get to use it yeah. then that would potentially be an interesting kind of tension yeah this is just like you know you're basically going to make stuff out of what you see on these stands while you pretend to, to win these games yeah yeah and also there are so many games where they're playing each other yeah i'm like well how is that gonna work so out yeah. of four of y'all one person's gonna win and right. is this exactly. kind of a waste of time and there you guys are the only ones there Just yeah choose an yeah. empty game but yeah. um yeah, yeah we get little bits of um of sandro bring being inappropriate we get um we get uh Timothy having a meltdown over a unicorn. Yeah. Um, uh, that that comes back a lot in this episode. I mean, yeah. I I did I what did I write about this this part of thing? Oh, because like right before we see Miranda and Timothy trying to reconcile because things yes. are so tense and awkward, yeah. and and they're glad that they're working with each other. Yeah, so trying to make the best of this. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, they yeah, they they kind of I think that unicorn was a total plant, I have to say. I I, I have a feeling. Probably. Now I'm just suspicious of everything that happens yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah. also there's um 
it, you know, there's this thing where, um, and I guess I want to talk about this later on. Mm-hmm. There is a level of emotional ma- manipulation that goes on 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 the part of some of these designers hmm. that is, I think, um, gives me varying degrees of concern, I guess is what I could say about it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Um, we will talk about that. I just, I want to say that men do not come off well in uh, this, this episode. No, no, they don't. <laughs> so far, yeah. no. Um, all right. So w- one of the other things that we did see was Kate and Helen going for sombreros. Mm-hmm. Every single red one, according to them. And I think uh, there are other people who are mostly kind of going for random things who are those those these are the people who are very focused yeah. on colors oh and, and materials. So. so many people went for inflatable vinyl things. I know. Talk about Alexander and Justin and also uh, Sandro and Sue. And um, and um, uh Ken and um, Jeremy and Jeremy. Um, yeah. Um, and Alexander. Uh, no. Um, and um, oh, my gosh. The dancer. Uh, Brayden. Brayden and um, Karen and Karen. <laughs> um, you know, and it's and again, this is season 12 yeah like what what succeeds in an in a um in an unconventional materials challenge vinyl yeah like everyone always talks about how easy vinyl is to work with mm. and how and, and, and what a great effect you can get with it like what were people thinking it's just i it's it's interesting <laughs> i'll just say that it's it's also I think I wonder if they're and we'll see this as we go to it. I wonder if they're just really attracted to the um, the like the uninterrupted panels, just like how mm-hmm. big these things were. Like, oh, yeah. I can get a big piece of vinyl, and so yeah. then this will this is helpful. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, great, all right. Um, I mean, and theoretically, you don't have to hem it, so maybe that's okay. But maybe. still. What do you think about Alexandria, who's never won so many toys in her life? Oh. <laughs> I, you know, um. <laughs> do you think Alexandria's ever had toys? I'm, I'm reminded of, uh, in the, like, late 70s and early 80s, when we were, when, um. When we were coming to the end of a particularly brown and earthy decade, <laughs> and I used to eat something called vasa, oh, what's which that? is like a which is a like a Scandinavian crisp bread, uh huh, <laughs> you know, huh. um, and it's it's like a it's like a dry rye cracker <laughs> that I thought was somehow good and healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, are you saying that that's maybe what alexandra played with as a child like she was like <laughs> that this there is... was one that she drew eyes on 
she might she Google or she she uh glued some googly eyes onto it or I don't know. Yeah. It's that it's that that feeling of like um of a of of propriety that she exudes at all times. Yeah. That's that's um that I find a little a little tiring. I I th- I, I just thought it was hilarious. She's like I've never won so many toys in my life. I'm like I mean, have you yeah. ever played games? Um anyway. All right. So it's so we're we're done with Coney Islands. They their 30 minutes is up and they take their tons and tons of prizes back to the workroom at Parsons. And um I don't know. I when when this there's a shot of them in the workroom tearing up their toys and I don't know why I wrote this in my notes. I'm like, they're having so much fun. I hope it lasts dot, dot, dot. And then t- <laughs> it's like, and then Tim mm-hmm. comes in and reminds him that they, uh, not only is this, we not only do we have like four sections of this challenge, but it's also a one day challenge. They only have until 11 that night. Mm-hmm. To do anything. So um, Tim, Tim steps out and they go to town and, in in this, so this is the the time before um, Tim comes back in for um, uh, for for a review for for crit uh, a few hours later, mm-hmm. and things seem to be going okay because we have um, Helen and Kate who are shocker making a corset. So something that they've done over and over and over again, but it also seems as if they have a very cohesive, coherent plan They They love each other. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Alexandria and Dom. They seem to be doing okay. I think all, all, almost all we know about them is that they're using the colors yellow and blue, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, then we get into the, the, the first semblance of some drama of the day is, um, so Miranda and Timothy are working together and Timothy has proposed this weaving technique that mm-hmm. apparently he has just invented. And they're, they're also using yellow and blue. There's like a lot of these colors kind of circulating the workroom. Um, and, and that's sort of kind of a, a thing that he's got to teach Miranda how to do because I think he just made it up in his head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Sue and Sandro who are bothering Justin again. Yes. In the brothers sewing room. Right. So because yeah. because once again Sue has no idea about how to work with these machines. No idea. No. And she and Sue's coming into this really optimistic, excited about working with Sandro. They get along mm-hmm. pretty well. Um but now they're in a group and they have to deal with each other's skill sets. Right. And and, and um, aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't really know exactly what they were fighting about because I was mostly just <laughs> I, I think I, I just kind of looked at Justin to see yeah. if he was OK this whole time. Yeah. Because there's just a lot of screaming and yelling and back and forth and um, them trying to get a design down. But then it what seemed like a very. uh incoherent argument going back and forth right so. yeah at, at one point sandra goes this is very drug queen yeah <laughs> which took me a second to be like drug queen it was like oh drag queen yeah 
Um, Which yeah. he also said in in the talking head. I do remember that because Sue's using her like her dancer hands to be like, I want I want a a a, a collar to go whoosh yeah. like above the head, blah, blah blah, and like kind of swirls down. So she's trying to explain what she's looking at. And right. yeah, you're right. Yeah, their aesthetics are going up against one another. And you know, if we remember of what they do, Sue's very organic, lots of ruching, hand stitching, mm. and then Sandro has you know, you know, very tight, very tight. If if yeah. if any clothes anywhere. So, all right. So, everyone is covered in. I wrote this in my notes before Tim Gunn said this in flotsam and jetsam. <laughs> because they're killing these cute stuffed animals and there's just stuffy material everywhere. Yes. And um and it's sort of like a, you know, it just it's it seems as if things are kind of moving along. Mm-hmm. Um we hear a little bit more about Kate and Helen's dynamic because I it sounds right. like the producers are really trying or this was the moment, you know, and I think that you pointed this out already, where they're trying to pull out the drama and Kate is like, you know what? I'm not saying anything bad about Helen. Uh, I think it's wonderful that we're paired up because mm-hmm. I think Helen's aesthetic can help edge my aesthetic up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very, very, I mean, Kate has had some media training. It's great. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. Helen also is, um, uh, after after her her freak out last week, mm-hmm. is, is um, being a lot more professional very, as we will see down the road. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah. Um they're you know, they we see um uh we see Dom and Alexandria like literally get, like we hear Dom <laughs> go like we should write out our steps. Yeah. This is what we're doing <laughs> like yes. totally taking on like management role like you know, we see Sandra running around the workroom, mm-hmm. like get, getting in everyone's business. Yes. Um, you know, going like they're talking about something like some of the stuff being fluffy. Yeah. He's like, "What this means, fluffy, <laughs> fluffy? What this means, fluffy?" <laughs> um, and, and Braden's trying to explain. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And then there's some like dirty version of it that they are both talking about and and uh we don't hear it on on screen sandro mm-hmm. whispers into brandon's ear and brandon's like yep exactly exactly yeah. and sandro is scandalized yeah scandalized and then um i i really like uh dom, like we the next time we see dom dom is like devised an anti-flaff um uh protective <laughs> suit <laughs> Out of out of a recycling bag. <laughs> I know it's so cute. <laughs> Sounds like I don't know about the rest of y'all, but like enough. I mean, I'm because it's kind of crazy because Alexandria is the last person I would ever think would be up for rolling around in this stuff, but she is. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. like covered in it. Um, it's in her hair. It's everywhere. Yeah, reminds her of the snows of her Nordic territory. <laughs> Oh, oh, Scandinavia! It's just yes. filled and just filled with so many surprises. It's yeah. just a very different place. Yeah. Then we um, have this moment where, and uh, does this happen before or after Tim comes in that we get like the 
I think it's before Tim comes in that Miranda steps out to do something. Uh huh. And uh, and Timothy redesigns. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm glad you put and this goes up. Like, oh, you know, there's this, and it's not. I'm not feeling it, and it's and it was wrong, and blah. blah. So, you know, um, uh, okay. So chop down the dress, uh, you know, and um, for a person who's so concerned with sustainability, he's very eager to use the chainsaw metaphor. But, um, <laughs> so. Yeah, because I, I wrote this because I, I, I'm trying to not get Tim and Tim Gunn and Timothy mixed yes. up, but I do. And it is. It's right before Crit. Um, right. And so this is something that I didn't really understand either because their dynamic is confusing. And there's a lot of non-communication. I wouldn't even say miscommunication. There's just a lot of exactly. non-communication happening. Because um, that's this is you're you're exactly right. Um, he resketches something and then without Miranda, re- without consulting her, and I just assume that she went off to sew something that they had decided on, and then comes back right. and sees something different. But I wasn't sure if that meant the whole design was changed, or if she you know made that assumption and just sort of went with it. I was looking for other markers that they had actually, or that Timothy had actually. Uh, you know, swerved off into another direction. Yeah. It's a little bit hard to tell, but at least that's the way she's narrating it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I noted down Timothy redesigns and Miranda begins not confronting him. (laughs) Yes. I mean, man, uh, communication skills. It's really hard. And it's not, I have to, I'm saying this out loud to, uh, to keep myself from being judgmental <laughs> because I would have handled this a totally different way. And yes. I think just asking a question would have clarified so much and it would have saved a lot of emotional stress and a, and a right. lot of strain just to be like, Hey, right. so what did you do? Like, what, what is this? What does this mean? Right. Um, let on me the, know what on you're the other thinking. hand, you wouldn't have been cast to do this. No, I'm just too freaking reasonable. Right. And I don't like conf- I don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Would they have cast you, uh, Nalen? <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I will. Uh, I think I might have told this story before. I was, um, uh, potentially cast for. I did a. I did a little quick screen test uh-huh. for. Um, Ink Masters. You did? Yes. Oh, not I didn't as, know that. Not as a tattooist, but as a canvas. Oh. And um, and the person who um, called me in was somebody who was a producer on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they knew that I had a lot of tattoos, and so they they you know they brought me in, and and uh, and they literally like walked me through. They were like okay, no, you can't really say that. You have to, like, I'm going to ask you again what you would do if they screw up. And you have to be more definitive. Uh Like, you have to say, um, 
it's totally unacceptable. I'm an artist. I already know what I want. I know what this is the, like, like, yeah, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> Which is actually so, something interesting that I don't think a lot of artists would say. They're just like, oh, wow. Okay. Let me just process this. <laughs> or, or it's not something that, I, you know, that I would, it's not in my nature to get loud like that. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know, you really, we, we, you know, you need to say, that you'll like burn the place down if they if they get it wrong man yeah and you know fair enough that's not that wasn't casting but i could see the way that that logic would apply to when they're casting the artists right 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 yeah you know it's like if you're a person who and they go in and they go like well you know are you ambitious and you go like i want to i want everybody to succeed Mm-hmm. you're not going to get cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just wishing everyone the best. Um, yeah. I'm, a, yeah, I'm yeah. a very, very reasonable person. And I, and, yeah. I, and I like everyone. I, yeah. I, I just assume the best unless, yeah. unless otherwise. And then I'll just, just assume a little less yeah. than best. Tell us a story about when you didn't get your way. Oh my God. <laughs> so things like that. So I so can that's be like, a... I've never had a tantrum in my entire right. life. <laughs> right. Right. Man, um, you know, right. I'm sure that in the casting process, there was a fair amount of like, so how do you feel about, um, you know, being here in Wisconsin? Like, how do you feel about like this town and the mm-hmm. design community here and blah, 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 and this and that. And, um, you oh, know, wow. is there anybody that you look to who you think is really great or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's just like it's it's i feel like you know this is where the show's slip is showing yeah yeah like like and i think it becomes really really evident this episode yeah i totally agree all right okay so let's let's actually get into it because this will come up after tim comes in mm-hmm. so tim comes in for for crit and, and then uses my words flotsam and jetsam mm-hmm. and he has has never seen so much in his entire life it's just everywhere so he goes to our first pair and it's Jeremy and Ken and it's pretty okay. They're, they're making a pair of pants um, mm-hmm. and a bustier and a faux fur jacket with uh, oh gosh, there's some blue vinyl <laughs> that's going on and Tim really likes it and mm-hmm. he's pretty supportive. Next we have Alexandria and Dom and they're taking um a Japanese street culture uh, and then like a nod to the materials as well. And mm-hmm. they want it to look playful and Tim pretty much likes it. Mm-hmm. Likes it. Um, next we have Justin Alexander who's doing mm-hmm. a two piece bodice and a skirt. And unfortunately Alexander starts to poo poo it immediately. And uh, yes. what's really interesting is just, okay, this is, says so much in terms of uh, psyche and psychology <laughs> because uh, we don't know if Alex- Alexander has not uh, voiced these concerns about their outfit to Justin, but mm-hmm. voices them for the very first time to Tim because like, Oh my God. Yeah, Tim. So uh, we're doing this. Um, it's a two piece bodice and a skirt, but um, it's pretty young. I'm and Tim's like, how young uh, borderline junior, I think uh, it's really, mm-hmm. really young. So and we have, you know, Justin, who's 
there being like, this would have been really great if you told me this before Tim came over here. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried. Exactly. So, so, uh, because they're using these very pastel colors, lots of yellows, blues, greens, vinyl, all vinyl, <laughs> all vinyl. And, uh, Tim suggests that they add something that's like a cover up, maybe a, a third serious piece. And I was like a black blazer. You mean like, I don't know. <laughs> what would you add to this to make it to a drop cloth? <laughs> Just <laughs> anything. Um, cut out something, put it over the model's head and just wear that over this. Um, yeah. So we, so we have a, you know, a little bit of that in terms of communication as well. Next we have Karen and Brayden Again, vinyl. <laughs> Just, but what they're doing with it, they're doing a bunch of swirls, um, an organic kind of thing. It just looks like a lot of growths on different parts of the mannequin. So growths on the hips, growths on the shoulder. And what surprised me is that Tim's all for it. <laughs> just, I was like, okay, <laughs> looks like lesions all over the body. And uh, I'm confused that Tim is okay with this. Uh Next, we have Sandra and Sue. <laughs> uh, no, and do you want to talk about this inter- interaction? Um, <laughs> we get a, um, I, I mean, Sue, bless her, is, does try to sort of talk it through. Yeah, she's, she's pretty diplomatic at the start. Yeah. Um, you know, in that sort of, uh, you know, uh, quavering tone mm-hmm. of the spouse who, <laughs> you know, is trying to find the words that are not going to set the, you know, their partner off. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, um, Sandra launches into his whole thing about. Um, I mean, let's, we can say like Sandro is like a, a catastrophic thinker, right? Oh, so it's like, huh. so, all, so he immediately goes, he's immediately envisioning himself on the runway, having to deal with the fact that Zach Posen hates what he does. Right. Zach Posen, who is now his nemesis. Yes. And it's, I think this is the first reveal that Sandro, Zach Posen is, has parked in the back of his psyche. Zach yes. is just standing yes. there, arms uh, arms folded, yes. um, glaring eyes, and saying yeah. awful, awful things in the back of Sandro's head yeah. constantly. Yeah. From 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 hell's from from hell's heart, I stab at thee. Yes, Zach Posen. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, in the back of Tim Gunn's brain, if if Sandro just would cool it a little bit, I feel yeah. like this is a par- this is a, a portion where Tim and Sandro could really anyway. Whatever, it's fine because. Yeah, I love that Tim notoriously does not like Zach Posen. Okay. Yeah, and and also Tim, like if if Sandra would let anybody get a word in edgewise, mm-hmm. Tim, uh, you know, Tim makes a couple of attempts to talk him down from that, but but really, what's going on is that anytime Sue tries to open her mouth, Sandra talks over her. Yes. And goes off on his whole thing and talks about how horrible it is and how what what they've got is terrible and you know and she wants to do this and. Uh, um, and does she, is this the moment where she says to him, it's not cool? Uh, 
like he like he says something like well just fuck it anyway yeah well i don't give a fuck yeah he says that and that's when tim kind of comes in and finally talks him off the ledge off out out of this way of speaking because it's uh tim says something very basic that ought to be basic for human beings but is profound for sandro Mm -hmm. because tim's like well you're both responsible for this look when you go up there it's going to be one outfit and they're going to judge both of you. So you both have to work together to make this one thing. And Sandra's like, oh, wait, so this is a team? Oh, that's what team means. Oh, okay. All right. I get it. I get it. So I have to care about what she does too? Oh, right. wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he kind of continues on this this um, super spiral. Because um, before he's talked about this swooping neck thing that uh, Sue wants to do and describes it as drag queen. But then I, he looks at Tim and he's like, finally, like a man is here for me to look into the eyes and say, exactly. this is Gaga bullshit. And he's going to agree with me. And so he right. says like, he calls it Gaga bullshit, which I think right. is kind of hilarious. And Tim's like, no, no, look, you're both responsible for this. And it's like, okay, a man mm-hmm. has said this to me. I, I listen. I, I have I've listened and I'm I'm internalizing it and okay this makes sense I understand what 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 team means now. Mm-hmm. Gosh. yeah um <laughs> you know uh volatile um emotionally volatile men often use that as an excuse to behave abusively towards women yeah yeah yeah. And and that's kind of what goes on here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of um and honestly it it I think it it really is sort of beyond a lot well it's beyond everyone else in in the workroom, but it's one of those things where Sue and will continue. She has and will continue to try really hard to manage it. Mhm. And I think she thought, well, the, there's a grown up in the room. There is a, a you know a a symbol of authority, and he ought to know the difference or or a, right. or a boundary. And at right. least here, I can kind of uh, assume that he will behave. And it's like no, no, someone like this doesn't really care. Um, no. and it's not as if he's even. It's not even like he means well because I was I I was trying to to I was wondering if he was being conniving and especially in the, the turn with Tim, with Tim saying, this is a team challenge. He goes, Oh, this is a team challenge. I'm just like, what did you, did you not really know that? And I don't think he really did think of that until that moment. And so that's what makes it even more as Patricia describes it, like mega, I think mega dangerous because Mm -hmm. um, there really is no scheming here. It's, it's, it's purely instinctual and the instincts are based off of this. Yeah. Yeah. This volatility and there's just no, again, regulation of emotions. Right. (laughs) And again, this brings me back around to the point where I'm like, okay, someone like Sandro is not like, you see the way he is around the rest of the designers. Mm -hmm. He did was not he's not a person who's able to turn that off during the audition process. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you know, some of this is on the production. Yep. Yeah. Like that, that he was cast to be this kind of a person. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. Oh my gosh. And it just kind of really anyway. Yeah. I mean, and well, there's, there's unfortunately more to come. Right. Um, Okay. So we kind of do seem to reach some kind of understanding with Sue and Sandra for now. Right. And we quickly go to Kate and Helen who are just, Oh, they're sculpting everything. They don't, we don't Mm -hmm. see the word corset. We see the word bodice, but they're still making a corset, uh, a structured bodice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Tim actually helps them pare themselves down because they wanted to do something crazy with the skirt, but also really dramatic with the shoulders. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Tim kind of helps them, um, uh, reel it in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they're in good shape. And yeah, next we have Timothy and Miranda and, uh, oh my gosh, they begin explaining their their look and timothy really is interested in inserting the textile that he invented mm-hmm. and that they're working on something that he designed and just made up just now and but here we have a, a similar situation as episode, i think i think this ha- has happened in each crit for tim for timothy that when tim comes around and says something vaguely negative timothy goes within himself and starts to spiral right. and Tim looks at their look again, another blue and yellow thing happening and calls it a hospital gown. Yeah. Cause it's like a weird sea foam blue. Yeah. Like it does look like, it does look like scrubs. Yeah. It also kind of looks weirdly like something you would see in like American horror story or one of those mm-hmm. Brian or Ryan. What's his name? Whoops. Um Yeah. Yes, I think, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Like, because vinyl clothes are nine times out of ten creepy <laughs> and and one time out of ten kind of sexy. Yes, yes, <laughs> but 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 this <laughs> this is definitely not that one time out of ten. No, and you know, and I think it's it's and I thought about the um gosh, I wish I, I knew the name of this, but it's one of those American horror story um spin-offs. Because it 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 does look very retro and um looks like something that you would pull out from a really old pattern book. Mm-hmm. Um it's very it's it feels very fifties to me. And there's like a yellow collar and that seafoam blue bodice and and the the yellow is is very bright and sunshiny Mm -hmm. and um again they're using vinyl so it's not laying the best and tim calls it disney yeah (laughs) just kind of is trying to trying to get them to understand how awful it looks it's like hands at home craft project he would have put all he didn't say holly hobby but this is this is a holly hobby (laughs) At, at home hands at home moment here yeah it's not it it doesn't have a point of view as a as a dress no and it's and it, you know it, it it is this thing where you know uh, we talked about tim 
Timothy getting the um, the wacky artist edit. Yes. You know, but there's also the way in which um, Timothy throughout this episode really has um, a, a, a sort of shortcoming in terms of empathy. Yes. Like there's a there's a way that he's able to talk about emotions Mm -hmm. but his but and it it, is he how old is he is he 21 24 24 yeah Mm. he's yeah it's he's older than siriano was yeah it it is a a way of feeling the world is so wrapped up around the things that you tell it that everything then has something to do with you. Hmm. And it's like he, he lays these ideas in front of Tim and, you know, Tim has spent years hearing ideas from like everybody. Yeah. So it's not like he's going to be so thrilled that Timothy has an idea. He's actually trying to help Timothy go like, okay, so how do you work this through? What is this actually related to? Right. Um, I also just want to say um, that have we once in all of this time heard what the three words are that they're that they're that anybody's look is responding to? Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, are, aren't we glad that we spent all that time? <laughs> You know, and now that we're in COVID times, precious, precious sensory words. Yeah, it's like we really wanted you all to interact with these people (laughs) for the clothes, for the clothes, not the yo play for the clothes. It's yeah, yeah, wow. Because I, I kind of, I just don't. I, I'm, and you know, maybe, maybe if one of their words perhaps was nostalgia. No, or nostalgia, or uh, I don't know, kitschy. I have no idea. It, it, you, you can't even really guess because they don't present any of those words. I I do believe that the people. Um, I think Dom and Alexandria presented their words. Yeah. So I I because I kind of remember them at least saying something about it. Right. But um, yeah, no, so, no. So one of the things I um, so once again not unlike Sandro, emotionally erratic men use that behavior to um, sometimes silence women. Yes. And, um, and, and that's not to say that there's um, no, that, that, um, that Miranda doesn't have any responsibility in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about to talk about how she has a lot of responsibility in this situation. Yeah. But, um, but I think back to Timothy, like having the long rehearsal session with his model about like the snap as she walked down the, you know, as she walked down the runway with mm-hmm. her arms bound. Mm-hmm. And how the, you know, how, like, and, and how disappointed he was that she didn't do the move Mm -hmm. that he taught her um, so obsessively. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's a point at which, like, your creative idea, however 
um, however great it is, if it really causes you to act inhumanely to other people, mm-hmm. then probably not such a good idea. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. Nothing else to add to that. I, right? because there is this, you know, I'll just say, I don't want to use the, the word that I usually use, but there's a lot of myopic, um, the, uh, you know, tunnel vision, yeah, um, that's insular, that's exactly right. very self obsessed because yeah. it's, Okay, again, another reason why I wouldn't get cast on the show is I would have recognized that Miranda's response to Tim was to clam up. Mm-hmm. And if my response, you know, if you know, I'm 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 okay <laughs> with negative critique, um if I noticed that there was nothing happening on my partner's end and mm-hmm. um I would have at least like tried to engage with her and say do you have anything to say or do you have any responses or I would have managed the moment and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, and, and then checked in with Miranda and given her uh, an opportunity to say something. But Tim, Timothy is very much wrapped up in managing himself regular, you know, trying to do this little, you know, dance in front of Tim um, mm-hmm. and never stops at one at, at, I don't think he ever stops to notice that Miranda isn't saying anything. And if he does notice then it, it's not about, it doesn't cause any concern or it doesn't help him to, um, to, to switch modes into how, do, how, how, how can I engage Miranda in this, this team process mm-hmm. instead, but also thinking about Miranda and, and just like the little, like thousand cuts of Timothy's personality, um, we don't really know how else he's been dismissive of her and how else he's taken over. We do see that big moment where he just resketched everything and like how inconsiderate and how bratty of you to do that thing. Right. But it's probably one of a thousand things that he's done to really set her off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you have right. Tim, Tim Gunn here and it's it's just sort of maybe there were a ton of things that Miranda was trying to say. We already know that she's not great at communicating. And it's mm-hmm. just building up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then, so is this where we then go into model fitting? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So the models walk in, and Ugh. then we get we get Timothy's, like, puppyish love for Sophie. His, his new model. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. For Sophie. For Sophie. Yeah. And, and it's like... And it's so so amazing, and he's bouncing up and down and hugging her, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's this it it kind of creeped me out. It is really too much, honestly. Yeah, it's just way too much. And uh, again, this very insular, uh, myopic. It's like Sophie is the best person in the room because Sophie says something really nice to Timothy and Sophie yes. makes Timothy feel really great. And so therefore this is the most special person because of how this object, this tool makes me feel Timothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying. Right. <laughs> like it is, right. it is a lot. And Sophie uh, to her credit is a sweet, sweet person who yes. probably saw a tragic, tragic human being last week. And, um, and uh, you know, uh, I'll just bring it up now. This happens later in the episode. But right. uh, Timothy says, I am, Sophie wrote me a card. 
Yes. No one, no models have ever written a card for a designer. Not true. Not true. Right. Like we in the, in, yes. in the history of the show. In the history of the show. Is saying. And yeah, and this is not true. We've had other models who see, you know, designers who are going through it and have written notes to them. I yeah. can't I can't think of the exact season. Um, if anyone out there, Nayla, do you, can you recall anything? Or listeners, I, if you can recall something. I can't, but it's also like, you know, even if it hasn't been aired, do you think it's never happened before? Exactly. And also, what a weird... <laughs> like, like, that is it in a nutshell, right? That yes. phrasing is all about, I am so special. Yeah that I provoked a response that has never been provoked in the history of this show. Yes. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, it, in, it, you know, another way to look at it is like, um, well, Sophie is the kindest model that's ever been on the show. Yeah. Right, like, like, like that's another way that you could take, you could interpret yeah. those events. All these it, other it, models it, are pieces of, of, of <laughs> selfish shit. They'll, you know, they, they are heartless, or they, you know, they don't really, or, or just like what an honor it is to work with Sophie that she was so thoughtful about yes. this as something that she didn't have to do. Yes, and that's really lovely. Yes, and, and not necessarily about him. No, in any event, no. There's, um, you know, the other theme that sort of gets sounded here is Timothy goes like Miranda, I, you know, I'm, I, it's just like, come on, Miranda, trust me, trust me, mm -hmm. and that's something that will come back later on. Yes. Um, and and so there, you know, we get to the fitting. They're sort of disagreeing about how you know, uh, how this dress is going to go on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Timothy's reassuring her, like, no, 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 look, we planned it all out. This is going to be okay. She's spiraling around the, about what Tim just said to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to sort of work it out together and um and and this is sort of where they're having some issues with design de mm -hmm. um, design decisions that they're trying to make and um it's just not it's just not going well at right. all um because we 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 kind of get in on some of the other uh, design duels uh, before the models leave because it's not we don't spend a lot of time with the models um, mm -hmm. here and we have a, another yeah contrast get, to them yeah we get like Kate and Helen yeah right and they're it's just a success story they're right. like this family is the, you're right yeah this is the team that um that uh right that's doing it the right way right so they're all like oh my god this is this and this is that yeah and then we have the like the other terrible family. Like they're the good family, and then we right. have the bad family, which is Sue and Sandro, and um, on, you know, on another spectrum where they're just really arguing with each other in a way that is just ramping up right. stress throughout the entire workroom. Um, right. And it's yes, yeah, it's, it's just very distressing to a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. 
And Sandro has now gotten to the point where he's just barking at her to basically just cut everything into squares. Yes. Just cut yeah. everything into squares. And then he's like, oh, no, you can't even do that. I have to show you how to do that. We get, like, an amazing reaction shot from Dom. Mm-hmm. Looking yeah. back over her shoulder, like, can you believe these fools? I know. I, I just, I was like, oh, I don't even want to know what they were saying. <laughs> this is, right. And this is where, um, right. And this is, this is where, um, where um, Sue is like, don't talk to me like that. Yes, this is where it they're, is. Yeah. She's like past the point of politeness yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Because, and then, you know, the stress doesn't wane at all because it's sort of time for Miranda's HBO comedy special because right. she starts going off on Timothy, about Timothy, in the brother's sewing room. Right. And she says something. So I did write this down because she was complaining out loud that Timothy doesn't want her to make another pencil skirt because he doesn't want her to get in trouble with the judges. And right. I was like, that's actually fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's actually that's, that it's is, a very that sound is a thing to do. Fair thing to say. Yes, yes. Um, but then his solution was she she recalls putting a runway landing strip down her ass, and that is her uh, characterization of the solution. Right. Um, but what I saw was instead of a pencil skirt, I mean, it was like making an A line skirt into a pencil skirt, which is yeah. at least a change in silhouette. But the bad ideas and the bad decisions are are, are I don't know they're just kind of bogged down yeah, by a are lot not of not being addressed at no, all. No. And they're not able to make good ones moving forward, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, and this is a, a pretty... So she's, she's like cracking a bunch of people up who are sewing. Yes. Um, and, uh, it, you know, um, Sandro's in front of her, like at the, like at the table in front of her. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes, when I don't cry, I'm mean. So now I'm just going to be mean. Mm-hmm tired of being so upset and crying and that's the moment where timothy walks in yeah and this is like it's such classic fucking high school right yes like it like it is it is exactly that moment where you walk into the you know like you walk into the bathroom and your best friend or the person you thought was your best friend Mm -hmm. is sitting there like making fun of you to a bunch of other people and all laughing about you and you walk in on it and you realize that that you know it's that they're talking about you yeah right um and then fucking asshole sandro is like you know who sees that timothy is there and and uh realizes that um you know that uh um that Miranda do- hasn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. He starts egging Miranda on. Yeah. Um and uh and and Helen's like you know um says a little something. Um and but Miranda does not stop. No. She doesn't. And and Sandro says something too, but not any, not in an encouraging way. 
yeah. but basically like oh just wanted to let you know you know it, you know the kids in the room right. and but at this point she's so far gone and clearly doesn't care um right. is doing what she you know apparently needs to do and and, and just like the whole room is absorbing this this drama right. that's happening Right. So then we get like meltdowns in the confessional from him and from her. Yeah. Yeah. We get people sort of wandering around the workroom and the sewing room as word spreads about what's happening. Um, and people are getting increasingly upset and, and sort of it's clear that there's an, they're, they're being asked to choose sides and clearly they don't want, you know, there's folks who don't want to choose sides. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, um, and this is interesting, this is another thing, but, I mean, because we saw this last week, too, when Timothy doesn't really know what to do, he kind of shops it around the workroom. Right. But this is also kind of, I don't know, there's this just two folds where you can be very, um, where you can go on a campaign for yourself and mm-hmm. make yourself out to be the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda's not helping it at all because, you know, she's not communicating very clearly and and is exacerbating this in her own way but right. but Timothy is uh, uh, you know clearly uh shooketh <laughs> and yeah. really really hurt um and and doesn't honestly doesn't know what to do so he takes his unicorn and he leaves because right. he's going to leave the show <laughs> there's right. like he's a moment where he's like leaving the I'm show. leaving the show yes um Miranda is wearing a unicorn. Timothy takes his unicorn and mm. takes the unicorn and sits in the hallway, but has uh, Sophie's letter in his pocket. So sitting in a corner with a camera fixated on him, takes mm-hmm. out Sophie's letter, uh, uh, the historic, uh, the history making letter from Sophie and it rejuvenates him. <laughs> mm hmm. It is a really well, long letter. She wrote all over that card. It was a very, like, Sophie is a very wonderful person. Yes. And also, I mean, we hear later on that he, like, took off for two hours. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So that was a lot of time. Um, oops. Oh, hello. Sorry. That's so pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I like those pleasant little rings. It also doesn't sound like an iPhone. Mm. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's all right. I'm not judging. <laughs> you know, there is a do. It, it's not an iPhone, but it does have a do not disturb button on it. That should have been on, turned on. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Not judging. It is okay. But then, you know, make sure it never happens again, Dalen. All right. <laughs> I've given you every opportunity to trust me, Ernest. I'm communicating with you clearly, my man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Two hours. I would have been pissed. I would. Oh, man. I don't know. You know, I, you know, and I've been talking about this with friends lately because I put my foot down in, in a, in a, in a, a lot not a lot of circumstances but but there are so many times during this episode where you know again thinking about that question you asked like you know would well also the observation obvious observation that they they would not have uh 
cast me on the show because I would have nipped so much of this in the bud from the right. very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, this yeah. is unacceptable. And if he comes in two hours later, I would have made what I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. I would have ripped up. I would have made my two piece study. I would have been, I, if I were Miranda, I would have pulled for a third week in a row against all the better judgments in the world, continued my two piece study of a crop top and pencil skirts and mm. would have called it a day. <laughs> I just would have done that. Yeah. The other thing I, that I, I forgot to mention as, as Timothy walks out of the workroom, mm-hmm. This is actually like an, a kind of amazing shot because he walks walks out of the workroom and down a hallway. And as he's walking past the hallway, um, Helen is in the doorway of the sewing room um, yelling at Miranda to sort of get her shit together and like and and, uh, you know, make it up to him. Right. Like, like she's wow. trying to, she's trying to be the, you know, adult in the midst of all this. My goodness. What a transformation. Yeah. Also, yeah. Okay. Uh, kudos to Helen. <laughs> I'm so glad mm-hmm. you picked that up. I just like, I, yeah, no, yeah. that's, that's really great. Um, man, what a, what a deep, deep hole Miranda must have been in. And I don't know, yeah. I can't relate to where she actually is, but we can tell like she's, she's down there. Um. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, other people are making clothes. I know, right? That's the thing that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Not I thought that about we necessarily know it. I thought about that. There's so many back and forth in this uh, talking head where they're both crying, and Timothy's in this corner with his unicorn, and like, man, I wonder what Alexandrian and Dom are doing. I wonder how Brayden and right. Karen are working with their vinyl and trying to make it right. organic looking. Um, well, this is this is where this is why I feel like this episode is in a certain way so pivotal hmm. because it really is a moment where it stops being about anybody's achievement. Hmm. Like and the show just becomes about this kind of, you know, it em, emotionally draining social interaction. Yeah. You know, this is like an episode of the real world. Oh my gosh. You know, that yeah. happens to take place during a during a fashion competition. You know, okay, because now that you bring that up, because the next thing I have in my notes are about Sandro who's sobbing right. in the sewing room and finally wears Sue down to the point where she says the magic words that a gigantic misogynistic baby would want to hear i'll be your assistant i'll do whatever you want yeah and he lights up it's like you know what i really respect you for that when a woman listens to a man yeah i really respect you for that that is like (laughs) i you know and and this is why i would never be cast for this show oh no because if that (laughs) came out of his mouth I, who never hits anybody, oh, telling you, would fucking deck him. You wouldn't be able to insure me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I would be an uninsurable person. Oh yeah, I'm I'm right behind you. After you yeah. clocked him, then yeah. I would have come from behind and clocked him on the other yeah. ha- on the other end. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Yeah. 
I will show you what floppy so means. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Sandro. Floppy ass. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I don't, I don't know what time this happened, but talk about like just deep in a hole. Because they only get into 11, and it was sort of shortly after that that the day ends. Right. The day ends. Right. So they've been up from 5.30 in the morning, mm. theoretically. Yeah. Until, um, you know, I mean, they probably got home and got to bed like at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. My God. And they're probably back in, let's say, like 7 a.m. Who knows? Yeah. All so right. it's the next day... It's the it's a it's a the runway day of the the Chiron says the Yoplait frozen yogurt challenge. <laughs> what were those three words again? Uh, Yoplait frozen yogurt. Oh no, I meant the words challenge. that they were responding to. And oh, those important. are the only three words that really that really matter. We definitely <laughs> know we have fluffy or yeah. flaffy. We definitely know we have that, and that's I think yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have. Alexandria and Dom to start off the day with their wonderful example of a perfect couple solving a problem with one mm. of their garments. They're trying to decide how the shoulders are supposed to sit on the model and 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 Alexandria, I'm I'm and I'm sure is mustering up true positive emotions. Yeah. But when she looks Dom in the eye and she goes, I love you. I want yes. another team challenge. She looks like she's going to eat Dom alive. And I feared for Dom's life. I was like, get away from Alexandria, Dom. Because it was still like a mm. nice thing that Alexandria's trying to say. But the look in her eyes just was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm one of those, you know, scary trolls from a creepy Scandinavian story. And I'm going to <laughs> chew your head off because I'm happy to see it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you're very nutritious. <laughs> that is lovely. Your head tastes wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we get... Um, we get uh, other people like frantically hot gluing stuff on because mm-hmm. hot gluing vinyl together always works. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> we get um, we get more of Miranda and um, you, you know um, Timothy mm. trying to deal. Yeah. He does the thing of like it doesn't matter what you say, your actions speak, you know, louder than that. She's actually trying to like lay out, um, you know, what's, um, you know, what's going on with her emotionally. Yeah. Um, he gives the phrase like, "I didn't, you know, I never gave you a single reason not to trust me." And you didn't, period. It's like, well, actually, it's sort of changing the design midstream and not consulting with her mm-hmm. is not the actions that provoke trust. Oh, no, not at all. So, but but this is like how the world works for him. Yeah. That, that he knew it was going to be fantastic. And so she should have just trusted him and known. Right, right. It is a zero sum game. It's, you it's know, all, it was 100% her fault. Um, yeah, 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 they're all, um, they're all, uh, you know, she is, she's crying. She's also wearing like a similar seafoam green dress to to what they've ended up making. It's so annoying. It's, it's just, 
I mean, and and also I, I don't I I I don't know, but he's wearing a scarf that kind of also has um, a very similar blue in mm. a way. Um, he's most wearing mostly black, but um, yeah, yeah. I think they kind of were trying to tra- in some way trying to channel this awful outfit. Yeah, that they're making. Um, yeah. Um, and then we have hair and makeup. Hair and makeup. We. Um, no, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. No, I was just going to say that we end up hearing. A, I, I just came up with words that I heard. Comet. <laughs> <laughs> shoom, Juicy. Shoom, shoom. Yes. Yeah. Strong brow. Um, and Sandra and Sue getting all the hot blues from Scott Patrick. <laughs> uh, I, I just have to say, like, I fucking love what Ken is wearing. Oh, Let's describe it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so oh. good. <laughs> Ken, this is like an outfit that Diana Ross would wear around the apartment in in the film Mahogany. <laughs> because I was thinking when you said, okay, they probably, they've been up since 530 in the morning. Yeah. They leave the workroom at 11. They have to show back up three hours later. And Ken looks spectacular, but also yeah. tired. But this yes. is sort of, this is what Ken wears when Ken yeah. can't get the full bloom together and just is yeah. like, I just whipped this together. I just put on this turban and I look yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Moisturized. <laughs> like, like a little bit dewy. Mm-hmm. A great head wrap. This like fuchsia top. Yes. And you know, uh, Ken doesn't do what I do sometimes, which is take some of my button down shirts and just stuff them in my drawer. Ken mm. has everything ironed <laughs> or because yes. I know you're he's yes. not giving himself like two hours. Everything is impeccable and ready to go. I just oh man, so great. Yeah. Ken. Um and then also Dom was looking really great too. Every I, Dom is looking good. It's just yeah. so cute. Like everyone's really, really cute and, and and looking really, really great. Yeah. Um all right. So Anything else before we hit the runway? Nope. I don't think so. Okay. All right. So, listeners, this is where you can click in the show notes to get our cheat sheet. And um, everything's in runway order. All right. So, we only have seven looks this week since mm-hmm. it is a group challenge. Yeah. And we have Heidi coming out wearing this also looking great. A very mm-hmm. nice, chic, casual, black and white patterned outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So wonderful. And she introduces our normal judges. We have Zach Posen again, Nina Garcia, and then our guest judge is going to be Smeeter. No, it's not Mr. Smeeter from the very beginning. We don't have a Yo Play representative. It's Kelly Osborne. <laughs> you beat me to so... it. I was going to ask you. <laughs> ask you kelly osmer just eats yogurt i think that's her connection she likes <laughs> yogurt but she likes chobani yes. but they're not going to say that they're going to you know we're going to assume that she likes like, yo play this is really like i mean we've talked about it before it's impressive like kelly osborne got it together like where she sort of started out and oh, yeah. where she has ended up I mean, 
impressive. Yeah, I think. And we all know that Kelly Osborne was one of the regular judges on Project Runway Junior. Mm-hmm. She's a great judge. <laughs> and whenever mm-hmm. she has guest judged on Project Runway, she's one of my favorites. Yes. Um, and so her bona fides for this before she becomes a Project Runway Junior judge is that she's a part of Fashion Police, mm-hmm. um, the E! show doing a crossover. I do believe it was E! not Bravo or Lifetime. Um, and so she's, yeah. And then, of course, Tim is there, mm-hmm. not judging just there in the wings, waiting to disagree with the judges with his Tim Gunn rescue. Yes. <laughs> so, also, it's an anonymous runway show. So many things. All right. So let's get to this. Our first pair is Brayden and Karen. Mm-hmm. And uh, any, any, uh, what, what do you think about this? I think this is the fluffy group. I mean, this is definitely um better looking than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. but it is still horrible <laughs> <laughs> um i mean they've gone for they've they've gone for like you know earth air fire and water right yes. there's like a there's like a cloud on part of it there's parts of the blue vinyl have been made to look like water there's like a an odd um hip bustle mm-hmm. that seems like it's you know foliage or something it's it's at at least like as a you know as a sort of dress it feels like it's kind of all there except when the model turns around and it's like it looks like it's all really stuck on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think? Yeah. I thought it was, um, I I was a little disappointed because I thought it, I, okay. I, I kept picturing this as a trash bag <laughs> because it doesn't look like it's not a black trash bag, but it, it, it definitely looks like you took the stuff that we recycle in. Um, and it would have been less interesting if it were in those materials, but it didn't, I guess what I'm saying is that it didn't really transform the materials for me. It just still looked mm-hmm. like plastic trash bags um, in into swirls, made into swirls and circles. And um, yeah, I, I just, I just thought the, the, the weird growth on the hip was such a mistake and wasn't, um, necessarily flattering it just looked really off kilter for no reason yeah so um but i thought the model's hair looked great i liked the comet because like <laughs> she's going into the sky and so the cl- we have the water and the, the the earth and the clouds and then in the sky are her st- in her hair are the stars are the are the shooting stars and the comets and i kind of like that so okay um all right <laughs> That was a very uh, loaded okay, Nalen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've said my piece. I'm not. I don't. I don't feel like I. I need to go over much more on this. All right. Okay. So let's let's go to our next one. Uh, yep. We have Alexandria and Dom. Yes. So. So, um, I w- I want to ask you what you think of this. Ooh, pardon me thank you um 
but I also um, put a link to something in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a little little ping for the chat. Yes. Yes. Okay, um, going to it. And uh, oh yeah, I know which. Yeah, I know. I know where you're going with this nail end. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm not wrong, right? No, you're not wrong at all. Yeah, this is a this is a domo character, and I have to say, when I was putting the cheat sheet together, I found a dead ringer for this outfit. Oh yeah, a dead ringer. Same shoulders, same silhouette. Also short. No, no. Uh, it was a one piece uh, instead of a two mm-hmm. piece. Where they have this as like a domo sweatshirt, but then or stylized sweatshirt, and then a little skirt thing underneath made from another mm-hmm. uh, toy thing that they won. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's a. I blame Alexandria. <laughs> this is all Alexandria's fault. I mean, I love Domo. Mm-hmm. It, like, I think Domo is super cute. Yes. But but really, that's what this dress is. It is. It I is. mean, they talk about it as being like a like Japanese. Uh, you know, they use the the phrase. Uh, you know, Harajuku. Mm-hmm. They're like um, character, et cetera, et cetera. But it, it's Domo. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, actually. Like. Domo's a successful character because Domo's a really good character design. Right. <laughs> like, like it's really graphic and readable in a lot of different formats. Yeah. And I don't remember, but they didn't make this out of a Domo-like doll no. that they wanted. No, no, no. They made it entirely out of different, um, uh, out of different stuff. Okay. Because that's the only thing that I thought was interesting about that. Um, years and years ago when I first watched this, I just thought this was the most adorable thing. Never seen anything like it. Um, mm-hmm. I think Google image search was not as prevalent <laughs> a thing back mm-hmm. then. And, but looking at it now, and especially after going through, um, making the cut where they had a whole challenge in Japan, mm-hmm. in Tokyo and, and thinking about, uh, about streetwear that, um, they really could have done something really interesting with the bottom. Um, just coming from the styling as well. I thought the styling was great, but I, I hate the shoes. I just did not mm-hmm. really like that, but kind of wish that there was something more done with the second piece on the bottom to distinguish it from, from it being just a, a Domo shirt. Mm-hmm. So it did make me, um, I, I will um, send you a link in the, um, to put in the show notes to one of my favorite Twitter accounts, Ooh. Um, which is the Japanese mascot um, account. Oh. Okay. I'm looking forward to getting that because I'm just uh, assuming it's called, it's... it's called Mondo Mascots. Oh. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking at it? No, it's just such a cute name. <laughs> Yeah, Mondo mascots. Here, I'm gonna. I I will. I'll put the link in the chat. And I'll put the link in the show notes for you guys. Fascinating podcast. Podcast listening. It'll be in there. But soon you will also have the pleasure of of um, Mondo mascots, which is a great Twitter account for like, 
you know, there's a huge culture of mascot characters for every sort of business and locale mm-hmm. in Japan. And so these are, um, there's just amazing, amazing characters for everything. Oh, man. That's so adorable. Um, yeah. Like, here's one from four hours ago. <laughs> Urumaru, a green fairy with leaf ears, a floral hat, and a tulip garden belly, is the mascot of Hamanatsu Flower Park <laughs> in Japan. It's so adorable. I mean, and it's just like, you know, and, and you know, the, the judges already kind of said this, but when I, it, it, it's still, despite it being a knockoff of, or I would say referential to Domo and something that's not necessarily new compared to a lot of the other things on this runway. It's, it's adorable. It's really cute. And also I, I, I did enjoy the color. I thought if you're thinking about a mascot, um, yeah, it it's works. a really cute, cute color. It's also, it's not made out of vinyl. Like they, yeah. like they were so smart about the materials yeah. that they picked and then used. Yeah. Totally agree. So next is Sandro and Sue. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Man, I oh God, I hated this. I just thought it was so weird looking. And so I was trying to get um, a close up on the the uh, I guess the belt or whatever the the bodice is sort of like a fake corset type deal because what a what a mistake. It's it looks very Sue to me. I don't understand where I'm okay. Well, it, you know what it is. What? It's cut. It's it's cut up green sombreros. Right. Which I thought, don't do that when across the room. <laughs> yeah. You have it's Helen and Kate sculpting a couture dress yeah. out of the same materials. Yeah. It it made no sense to me, and it just it 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 felt very uh um very dis. Uh, discordant oh my gosh it just didn't fit it didn't it didn't it didn't Mm -hmm. really go but also clear it was a clear try hard because the model when you can't see this okay of course when she's walking down the runway she's flapping up the front of a skirt there's just a lot of theater and it evokes memories of again like timothy's very first um, runway and trying to make it a performance and i don't think this was conscious but it's sort of like you're definitely trying to make up for your insecurities around this and the addition of that sombrero the green sombrero around that felt like you're just trying to make up for you not having enough time to do something good like this is just it's okay because at least the bodice looks good um but it just is very normal and it it's a weird him. Maybe Sue actually managed to cut up all of her squares, but um, the way it's fitted on the model, it's just bunched up around her hips. And that's yeah. it. It looks like they tried to do like a kind of um, handkerchief skirt. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but it really just looks like shower curtains. And then the way that the model is kind of fluffing it as she makes it worse, walks down the runway, it doesn't make any sense at all. No, it makes it, it makes it a lot worse. She probably built up a lot of static underneath that because by the time <laughs> she gets back to the scrim, it is just doing wild things. It's just bulky in places that scientifically it should not be doing that. It's weird. <laughs> it's yeah. just weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Next, we have Helen and Kate. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And I mean, I would have wanted to watch them make this. This is what we missed because of the drama. Right. That thing is lined. And we, we saw a little bit of it before when Tim first visits them because they had the bodice, but you could see that they were, um, uh, you know, working on top of another fabric underneath. Um, mm. It just looks very, very interesting, well-made and very, um, as opposed to the previous outfit, it, it's it's very strong and it's very confident, this piece, where the, right. the hats are really swirling around. They're using um, the brims in a wonderful way. And it's just, it's a, it looks like a, just a fun dress. Yeah. It's great. It's, I, I mean, this is the thing with unconventional challenges on Project Runway. Yeah. You need a clear idea. Mm-hmm. And you need to really hold it to one or maybe two materials. Yes. Yes. And and just like really execute on that idea. It's yeah. like the moment that you're trying to drag a bunch of things into it, you're you're in trouble. Man, what a great segue into Alexander and Justin. But <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to take you off of Helen and Kate if you have anything else to say. No, no. I think I I I think that's exactly it and I think that you're right that thing about like why couldn't we i mean we did get a fair amount of time of them kind of like loving each other yeah. but um but but you know yeah like when the show is about people successfully solving problems that's when i love it yes and that's what i want to see on the show same when i when it's like emotionally needy men gaslighting the women around them i'm less interested yes Totally agree, a hundred percent. And even with this, with, with Alexander and Justin, who, unlike Helen and Kate, just put a lot of stuff and kept going and digging themselves deeper in a hole, I wouldn't have mind seeing this process. Um, <laughs> like, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how did um, you get is here? That, is that because it has a peplum? <laughs> it is. It is because of a peplum and. <laughs> Because of there are three things happening around the bust, and there are five things happening around the shoulders. T- I'm telling you, whenever there's too much going on, there's always going to be a puplum. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just always. And so I, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm enthralled by the car crash that is this outfit. <laughs> so, because it just so you know this uh, you know we can think about. Um, our 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 dear wonderful Rami and all of in terms of of Rami's process from season four, um, mm. that we were able to witness that when Rami spirals, Rami keeps putting on stuff and in unconventional challenges, Rami keeps working on it and doing stuff. <laughs> and so there was a moment where we saw them. So if you can see the bodice and it has that green thing, that's like. Uh. <laughs> like it's eating the model in like towards the middle. It's like, like something behind like something green from behind tries to clump and choose mm-hmm. her torso. I wanted to know who made the decision to cut that piece of vinyl with spikes in it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and who chose to cut it in a way where it didn't come completely over, but just stopped um, halfway across her bust because it did, you did sort of want it to look like vines were kind of enclosing and and chewing her alive. I it just, I just think that there was a story here, and I wanted to know. 
Yeah. I mean, they are the ones who um, who I saw brandishing a, a hot glue gun at the 11th hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, while the I, I can't remember if the model was still in the dress. Maybe she wasn't in the dress mm-hmm. yet, but it was Hopefully like, hmm. That's not going to help you. Yeah, y'all are in trouble. <laughs> trouble. Um, yeah. So next we have Jeremy and Ken. Oh, man. Okay, you you go. What, where okay. were your thoughts on this? I just want to say these pants are fucking sickening. I'm telling you. I think Jeremy made those pants. Like, these are, like, these are actual functional pants that are beautifully fitted out of this vinyl material the only person who managed to get the vinyl material to do anything worthwhile i'm telling you was it i think the yeah the very first challenge jeremy made pants out of that parachute material Mm -hmm. and here i'm i'm going to attribute the pants to jeremy once again um, yeah, it's probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. The rest of it. Eh. No. Um, you know, they worked hard enough to get a zipper in there. I think that they were so concerned with having like fashion, fashion separates. Mm-hmm. And you, when you hear Jeremy talk about it, he's like, these are wearable. It's not an avant-garde <laughs> art piece. This is an actual garment that you could put on. It's like, okay, we get it. You're proud of that. But yeah. you know, it's the you know, the other side of the coin is that no one is under the illusion that anybody's gonna be wearing this for longer than it takes the models to get out of it. Right. <laughs> you know. This is yes, that's fine. It's but the challenge isn't to make a uh I, I doubt that one of the three words that they were working with for um, for Yoplait frozen yogurt was wearable. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think if if we are ever given the opportunity to sample a uh, an edible treat and <laughs> and offer our. Uh, our adjectives, I think Our we should focus just, group response. Whatever like, it is, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. We we have to say wearable. We have right. to put that has that to be is, one of the words. That I, I will <laughs> happily make that pact with you, Ernest. I can't I can't wait. I can't wait until we're past COVID and you and I can sit down to like a really nice wearable dessert again. I can't wait either because that really doesn't exist. Like, thing. Oh, I would love some. I would love to have a wearable coffee with you soon. Oh, <laughs> I would kill for that. Oh man. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So next we have our last uh, pair: Miranda and Timothy. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I have to? Okay, I have to go first. I think for this. So, yeah, go. um, I didn't think this was bad. <laughs> I just, I thought they had pulled it out from the gutter, and mm-hmm. I liked the bodice or you know the top part with whatever 
little looking like a leaf design Mm -hmm. that they managed to put up there. I do have a pet peeve um, with high, low. I just am tired of it. And so that felt the most, but at least it wasn't a pencil skirt. And, um, and I also thought that the, you know, I, I just didn't think this was terrible, which is weird to say, but I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. What did you think? I mean, the worst part of it is the is the vest. Yes, I agree. That like, which just doesn't make any sense. Like if like if they had, um, you know, and yeah, if they hadn't shown it with that, I'd be like, okay, yeah. You know, you could have you could have actually styled it in a little bit of a fresh way. It's like kind of like eh, whatever. Right. It's not it's not well fitted. No, it isn't. Um and the you know, I mean the material is totally unforgiving. Um but it's you know, it's a it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I don't I don't get what all of the understructure is underneath the skirt. Like it fe- like it looks like there's some whole there's some weird like cutouts or something that you can only see when it's kind of lit from the back oh interesting yeah i'm trying to see that i don't yeah i i think it might have been it, it's eyes. hard to see on the cheat sheet but it but it's yeah yeah it's it's something about how it's all seamed together right or something i also wonder if it's the inside out part of a, a toy that has eyes Oh, maybe that's it. And that's like the, yeah. the the eyes are right on, you know, you can sort of see it yeah. um, at her right knee. Right on the hemline. Yeah. yeah. And then a, and above it is the little smile, like a little smiley right. face or something. Right. That's weird. That actually is kind of strange. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> but... I, I mean, you know, it, yeah, it's not, it, it's, it's, un, it's uninspiring. Mm-hmm. But again, it's that thing of like, here's the the big idea is, you know, doing this labor intensive, um, you know, interweaving thing that means you have to cut out 10,000 pieces Mm -hmm. and it really doesn't do anything to define the shape of the garment. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Like it doesn't add any texture um it is textured but Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting that this is something again it's it's very um yeah very selfish (laughs) it's a very selfish uh garment i would say and also the way that um timothy describes it he's like well i love this textile that i created to give it some texture i'm like it is textured but the outfit does not have you didn't add texture to the to the outfit this thing is just whatever um so who is safe right oh my gosh so brayden and karen are safe Mm -hmm. uh sandro and sue are safe Uh, can we just take a second and talk about what what sandro is wearing oh sure which is like this these um one one shoulder um overalls like he like he's got oh denim God. overalls that are that are, that are off that only have one shoulder to mm. them. Yeah. So there's some designer overalls, and a really like 
I don't know if it's an actual Versace shirt or mm. a sort of oh Versace-esque shirt. Yes. That is op- that looks to be open to his waist. Yes. And then some weird purple shoes. On my screen, they look magenta. Maybe magenta is a more accurate term. My goodness. I, you know, it's interesting. How did I not notice that he was wearing this? This looks very uncomfortable. Talk about <laughs> not wearable. It looks really unfashionable. It, it is. Yes. It, it is very. Uh... And that's from a person who likes overalls. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, wear them all the you're time. You're an overall connoisseur. Yeah. And I think that, mean, that means that you're very discerning about the types of overalls that, is, that you see. That is true. I've never seen... Have you ever seen anything like this? Um, An, an overall sling? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. no. <laughs> wow. It's an asymmetrical... I, you know, maybe yeah. there's like an asymmetrical overall. Yeah. Okay. Over one, I guess, not overall. I don't know. This is weird. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah. They're safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of, um, it's like an uh oh because I I don't remember who like the order that people got you know thrown out or anything like that. But I definitely don't think that they deserve to be safe. Um. I'm. I. Um. Yeah. I'm surprised that um that uh that brandon and karen i mean either sandra or sue mm-hmm. or brandon and karen could have been in there yeah i agree so i totally agree i don't remember who has immunity but um oh my gosh oh totally who forgot. won last week oh, oh kate kate has immunity right okay never that's mind. right never mind okay yeah so everyone else is um, so so yeah. So we have our our um, our safe teams who head who head back to the green room, and um, our top team teams are Helen and Kate, and Ale- Alexandria and Dom, and then mm-hmm. our low lowest scoring teams are Alexandria Alexander and Justin and Miranda and Timothy. So they dismiss um, those two bottom teams. Um, Right. And while they talk to just the top teams alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I I sort of flew through th- this feedback, but uh, but uh, but again, like noting that um, they loved they loved Dom and Alexandria's um, outfit. Thought it was adorable. They loved the team mm-hmm. effort, and and everyone was 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 very into it. But no one brought up. Domo. domo. <laughs> no, one, no one referenced the domo in the room. And it's interesting because, again, okay, to talk about how this this is like a seminal episode. Um, one of the things that I love about Nina Garcia is because she's like, I have seen so many runway shows and mm-hmm. oh, referential, referential. She always calls out something that's referential or something. Mm-hmm. Or she, you know, throws out a designer's name. And then we also know Zach Posen loves to do that, too, and calling people out for, you know, for copying. But right. I thought it was very noticeable that they didn't say anything about this. And not even like, you know, oh, we get that there's there's this character out there or also that this is a nod 
to Japanese street fashion, but we've seen this before. We've seen this exact thing before. Mm -hmm. But it's great that you constructed it out of unconventional materials in a certain right. way, but be careful. I don't know. They could have said something. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or even like reference like Machino. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, there, you know, it, it sort of has that vibe. Right. Something that just calls to mind that, that these are these are fashion industry yeah, yeah. professionals. Yeah, it's not something they invented on their own. No, but it is like super cleanly executed, and you know, um, and uh, and they ask, you know, they they have the question that is supposed to stir up all the drama mm -hmm. about like, okay, if one if one of you wins, who is it going to be? Yes. And I think uh, Dom is like, well, it's Alexandria's design, so Alexandria should win. Should win. Dom, totally class act. So amazing. Looking yeah. great. Being great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, absolutely no reason to, you know, get into it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yep. Um, and then on to Kate and Helen... Mm -hmm. And again, everyone really loves it and <laughs> are, right. are very into the design. Um, they were, and, and we did spend a lot of time or more time talking about their dynamic as, as a team. Right. So, but yeah. again, they're very gracious to one another. Talked yeah. a little bit about Oh their... my God, I thought you were so mean. But yeah, you're not mean. Oh, it's like, oh, like you look totally great. And I feel like no, she you're just, really great. she's just like amazing. And I'm so blessed. Like I'm really blessed. Yes. I'm so blessed to have Kate. Like, oh, this is just really great. It's like, it's so wonderful. Like she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then they asked them to, so uh, if one of you guys win, like who should get it? And then of course, like Kate, it's her time to be super gracious. Like, well, uh, I think it should be Helen because mm -hmm. the reason why you guys like this is because of just how artistic it is. And it's like, I have the structure and I've got that down, but really it was like Helen's art direction that really led us to get to this point yeah. where it's a beautiful piece. I mean, and also fair enough, like, yeah. Kate, like Kate's taste is like this irritating girly girl <laughs> yes. stuff. Yeah. 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 Their model is nicely styled too. Like, and we, we don't hear anything about her hair and makeup, but I think it's actually like really oh. good. Oh, that's right. Well, it's just like this very straight kind of back of the head bob. Right? Yeah. She's got this back of the head bob that sort of works with the cutoff of all of the, you know, the sort of angles of the bodice and, yeah. um, and, a an exaggerated cat eye. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, it's a good duel. I, I'm just yeah. like, hmm. Same thing with, uh, you know, Kate's previous season with Leanna, where they came up with something great. I'm like, huh, these are wonderful collaborations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're happening. Um, all right. So that's the end of our high scoring teams. Now it's time for the low scoring teams. And we welcome back on uh, Justin and Alexander and Timothy and Miranda. Mm -hmm. Justin and Alexander come on and... I wrote down in my notes that Alexander was like, it's just balloons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of balloons. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really, a, a, I mean, the thing that's revealing here is that when they start um, making them take stuff off, 
Oh, yes. And it and it gets to be like immediately much better. So much better. Um, what I thought was great when when that happened because Zach Polson's like, wait, you said there's a jacket? There's a vest. There's a vest. Like, oh, can we take that off? And I wrote in my notes, Tim told them to make that. And then when yeah. we have the paw paw se- session afterwards, Tim's like, I didn't know that they would completely change their customer <laughs> when I left. <laughs> They were, it looked completely different. So it wasn't my fault that they made too many pieces because I didn't make them put on those uh, lesions on the sides of their hips. They had so many things on this model that was not just that vest. Yeah. And also really weird. Like, I I think Heidi calls this out, but the, but the styling is really weird. It's just, it is. Like that they're going to tie everything together with these dashes of hot pink. (laughs) Does not make any sense. I know it's like well you know we'll top it off in her yeah. eyes and top it off or bottom it out I guess with her shoes yeah it's interesting. also the other thing I, I haven't thought of until now it's like this is all vinyl these poor models are sweat are sweating like yeah. crazy <laughs> in these clothes were you gonna you're, were you gonna say svetching or Svetching, uh, <laughs> which is which is uh yes, it's a contraction between kvetching, kvetching and, and, and spitzing. Spitzing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really something, and they have to move around a lot. We don't know how long she has to be in those heels under oh. those lights. It's awful. Yeah. All right. Not um good. next we have Timothy and Miranda. And uh, I think we get some explaining from Timothy first, who, again, starts off explaining the textile that he made. Mm-hmm. And it begins really cordial. Uh, and Timothy is saying, like, you know, between the textile that I made and invented um, from scratch and Miranda's tailoring, you know, we came up here very proud uh, people. We were really proud to bring this to you today. So we're really sorry that we're... Uh, one of the low scoring teams were really, we're really disappointed by that. And I think I was trying to note, I, I, cause I watched this a few times. I was trying to note when things spiraled down and I have a feeling that it began with people ripping apart the vest mm. and Heidi starts with, you know what? There's just too much like that bolero should be gone. I right. know you spend time on it, but take it off. And then Zach says something about how it looks like a life vest and she's sinking. Mm-hmm. No one liked the vest. Nina didn't like the yellow with it because it looked like a toxic biohazard bag. And I realized right. these aren't the colors of a toxic biohazard bag, but that Valero vest or whatever he made is made up of the biohazard symbol. <laughs> it's right. The right. And I, exactly. I couldn't believe that that's what Nina pulled out from that. And I, I, I was like, wow, that, that is the biohazard symbol. Um, and so when people uh, did what they did with Justin and, and Alexander, what happened with the previous group, they, they asked the model to take it off and were like, it's better without this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there also is a moment when Miranda just slightly throws Timothy under the bus. I guess, but it's like you, mm, it, well, slightly it's like she, it's, but I'm not saying that it's, it's one of those. They it, ask which one should go home. Yes. Yes. And she definitely leads off with like, well, I guess it's 
me because I design the dress and it's right. I drape the dress and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and she's kind of covering for him. And then and then mm-hmm. they sort to, you know, at a certain point, she says that, right, that she had concern about the vest and felt it was like a life vest a life or something. Vest. Yeah. And I thought this was very unfortunate because I don't I don't. This is a part of the of the of the issue is no communication, but also probably I can see um, her thinking it's not going to make a difference if I even bring this up. If Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this, I'm thinking it looks like a life vest. I think this is awful, but it's the only thing that's really keeping him out of my way or it's the only thing that he's really excited about. And I'm going to compromise and as she's hearing the judges talk, she's like, those are my thoughts, but I never said mm-hmm. them. So I'll just might as well just say it now. But it also is, uh, yeah, yeah, it it, it, right. it contributes to the spiral that happens. So um, uh, I think it was uh, Heidi asks, <laughs> oh, so Miranda, you that's how you feel about the vest? Did you tell uh, Timothy that? And she's like, no, um, I didn't. Instead, I'm going to tell about, I'm going to tell on myself. So I was a bad player. Uh, I just basically went off um, and and just complained openly in the right. workroom. I didn't talk to him. I should have, but I didn't. And then Timothy just kind of completely just, I would say, throws Miranda off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> completely. Yeah. Timothy is like, so what happened is that, <laughs> I came up to her and I said, well, you know, if they ask us which one of us has to go home, you know, uh, just be prepared. And she got offended about that. And I said, you know, and she said something about like lifeboats. And then Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, here's the thing. Like the Titanic is a really beautiful ship and the Titanic had to have lifeboats. And so now we that's why we have lifeboats. He's like trying to enlist her in this cockamamie story of why Mm -hmm. it actually is supposed to look like a life vest. Um, Wow. You know, yeah, and then and then it becomes like, and if I was working with a stronger designer, mm-hmm. um, actually, I did all of this, and she fought me the whole time. She wasn't trusting the effort, and I was ready to go home because I was just feeling like she, I was completely abandoned. Mm-hmm. It's like, darling, man, like, you know, if you, if someone disagrees with you then this is then that means they don't trust you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Zero heidi sum. heidi however is like this is what heidi fucking lives for <laughs> so it's like so timothy goes through that whole thing there's you know you get occasional reaction shots from sophie the model who is just horrified to be there yeah um, but then, like, Timothy goes through that whole thing, and then, like, we cut to Heidi, and Heidi goes, Miranda, your turn. <laughs> Here's a shovel. Can you dredge up yeah. more muck for yeah. us? We want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it, man, this, oh, wow. It was really mean. It was so mean, so disrespectful, so unprofessional. And also one of those things where if you were more self-aware, you would understand that what you're doing is you're harming yourself more than you're harming your partner. You're taking yourself down, but you're thinking that 
you right. are really sticking it to her and and standing up for yourself but you're really showing the lack of experience and the lack of maturity on your end right, right. and yeah but ultimately this isn't what this show is supposed to be about it really isn't it's, you it know it really is not so then like the judges go and deliberate and then we have more backstage of them processing Miranda yeah. apologizing to him and him apologizing to her and her saying that I was horrible and this is horrible and yeah. I got pissed off and I was venting and I was bad and uh, you know and it's like and and there is no um you know there's uh you know she ends up calling him out on uh you know, uh, on, on berating her in front of the judges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, she is not blameless in this situation. Right. But like his insistence on making it all about him is, you know, the, the precondition that led to this. Right. Yeah. And that's a hard, hard dynamic to manage. It yeah. really is relentlessly difficult when I do believe that someone like Timothy just can't help themselves. They're just, they'll just include you in the, the, the circus. They'll include you in the show and, a, and it'll be wonderful for you as long as you go along with everything. But if you're not in for it, any of it, then, you know, then what happened on that stage is what happens. Like he'll just kind of, slice into you um so yeah i mean yeah there's nothing else i have to say about that but i do want to point out nina garcia's outfit as well Mm -hmm. because she was wearing these great shoes because i kind of noticed that so heidi always is a little you know like does edgy stuff but nina Mm -hmm. had this shirt filled with grommets oh yeah and also like these patent leather uh open-toed uh Black, uh, patent leather booties like she, she just had really really great shoes on I was like huh Nina this is interesting oh yeah now I see him very edgy very nice yeah yeah um <laughs> all right um anything else to say about their deliberations because I wasn't surprised by anything There's, except that they uh, just there... out and out decided that Miranda and Tim's were the worst I was surprised by that yeah there's um there isn't there something that um uh, who is it who says this? Doesn't somebody say like, "I'm not so excited about the about the um, the textile"? That's like a craft thing that I just saw a bunch of instructions on how to make. Oh yes, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly calls him out on. Like... She's like, I just saw a clip on YouTube about this <laughs> or, last or week. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't invent this. I've seen this before. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was great. So we bring him back out. Yes. And Ernest, who's our winner? Ooh, the winner is okay. The winning look is the hat look by Helen and Kate. And so the winner is Helen. Hmm. Uh, it's just so nice to get to trade. They're like sisters. They're holding hands. And this yes. is, you know, so Kate, yes. well, in, their, last week, in their simple black dresses. Yes. And so then Helen goes from nearly going home 
mm-hmm. um, rightfully so, to having the win and immunity for next week. So yes, yes. All right. Um, and who whose look is the worst? Well, it is Miranda and Timothy's look. And who ends up going home? <sighs> Timothy. Yes. So, and, yeah. And about fucking time. Man. <laughs> I say. I, I, you know, I, I would have put another outfit on the bottom, but I am also in agreement. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Send yeah. him home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, we've seen enough seasons of the show to know that he was cast as the eccentric visionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and that's often a thankless role that I have a lot of sympathy for. Hmm. on this show because it's usually the way that the show mocks um you know people who they view as being too artsy and not grounded in reality right but i also feel in a way that timothy was not well served by this show hmm. you know like um I think that there's I I think when you see somebody who is like emotionally as all over the place as he is you have to really look at like is this the right we've done this you know 11 times before mm-hmm. like is this the best thing for this person yeah. emotionally yeah right yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree because because there's a lot of and I do mean it like there's a lot of immaturity in different facets of that word because Heidi says something that she says to a lot of designers. She's like, you know, we're, we're, we're so sorry to see you go and we'll be rooting for you. And he really took that to to a profound. It, oh, it my was, God. It was such a profoundly deep thing for him and I was just like I think I think yeah this is a sign that um there are other things going on yeah and um for you to 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 kind of hold that as like a security blanket I'm so glad that you called that out yeah because it's total it 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 is the act of a narcissist to imagine that Heidi's politeness Mm -hmm. to cover his exit was something that was actually like that she was going to go home that night and root for him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that's not how the show works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's like these things I'm taking these, um, these normal social 
this normal social behavior and also the normal rules of the show is something that Heidi does at the end of every episode. Right. If you've ever watched this, it's also something decent to do. Right. Um, I'm going to take that as being something that is a profound gesture meant to soothe me. Right. Or that, or it's like, oh, well, Heidi didn't betray me the way that Miranda did. Right. Right. And she knew, she they, knew that I needed this. Yeah, exactly. Like I needed that and she, and she gave me what I needed. And it was, uh, yeah, it's, it was, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> so man, um, all right, Nayland, mm. any other thoughts about this? Any mm. predictions? I'm just kidding. You don't. Have to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next week you do get to do the episode that uh, that really like marked this whole season. Man, poor Patricia. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Patricia knows <laughs> what's, what's happening next week. Whoops. Yeah, I I also don't want to leave it like. Uh, also, Miranda not well served by the show i agree either. i totally it, agree. i didn't want to like in 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 that moment of like you know sympathy for timothy it's like both of them you know this is not cool no no it isn't it's a really hard environment to work in it's um it's it's difficult you know i'm you know it's i'm just looking for those words it's not fair honestly and um you, you know what it is it's it's this is the difference between this show and a lot of other reality tv hmm. um i watch this show to root for success yes whereas i think a lot of other reality tv is built around hoping for failure yeah yeah Right. Yeah. It's like it's like we don't want to see people survive on Survivor. We want to see them fail. Right. 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 But or this e is a show where we want to see them succeed. Yeah. And this is a storyline that was really built around them failing. Right. Yeah. I totally agree. And even thinking about in a in a non-producer type of way or an anti-producer, where it's like, yeah, let's get rid of the 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 shaft like can we just get get him out as early as possible because we do want the best ones to mm -hmm. stay around and we're just really not interested in all of these interstitials of drama um yeah it, which is in the opening credits like oh do you want the drama and we're like not really can we no. have a like a great british bake-off version of the drama yeah. where yeah. the drama is the in excitement. like yeah the excitement is how are you going to fit those hats around her hips I mean, right. I would love that. <laughs> right. Right. So um, it's like, oh, no, you know, like uh, we've run out of bobbins. I would love that. There are no, mm. there are more, there are no more bobbins. I, you know, that right. would never happen. But, you know, something like that would be wonderful. All right. Um, yes. We're gearing up for a very dramatic week ahead of us. <laughs> all right nayland but um, you and i will be soothing ourselves with oh. um oh. with the the wonderful balm a stitch in time of a stitch in time i can't wait talk about the great british big off version of this show <laughs> thanks nayland for that reminder oh so great i can't wait yes 
and thank you for bringing that. So, so listeners, um, Patreons, our Patreon patrons, that will be up next week. Um, and Patricia and I will be back in the workroom to discuss this very dramatic next episode four um, in in two weeks. So, mm-hmm. yes. All right. So, Nalen, anything to say before we leave? Would you like to share anything? And can can you remind our lovely listeners where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nalen Blake. Um, on Instagram at Nalen W. Blake and at my website at uh, NalenBlake.net. Um, the, uh, the, the only other thing I have to share is, I'm sorry, Mom. That's, I, I know you just called, but, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm working. So. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'll get Nalen's back Mom. to you in a second. <laughs> Now you know, <laughs> listeners, how much I care for you. Um, and uh, I I want to just uh, a little reciprocal shout out. Shout out. Um, we got a great um, shout out from one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. Um, uh, Alonzo Duralde and Dave White's uh, film review podcast, Linoleum Knife. Which, uh, if you like what you, we do, I think you will very much like what they do. Um, and uh, they, they graciously included us on their, um, on their list of podcasts to listen to at Yay. the end of their show. Um, and above and beyond that, um, that's kind of it for me. How about you, Ernest? Awesome. Yeah, so for me, you can find me on the social mediums. Um, at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, and my website, ernezdavis.com. And um, I've, I still have our links out to the wonderful things that are available online <laughs> that we have. So I, I did a desktop dialogue with um, my wonderful friend, Andrew Capetto at the Cleveland Museum of Art, and we talked about healing through abstraction. And so I went through their archive and we talked about um, some of my favorite works and and also my work in um, around healing from um, using my work as, as, a, as, a, as a tool to heal from trauma. And um, also uh, find us on the interwebs um, for the podcast. Of course, we're on Instagram and on Facebook. And then again, um, I don't know. I, I would just like to encourage y'all to, to vote and encourage your loved ones in Georgia to vote. That's that's pretty much all I have. <laughs> so um, this is so fun thanks so much Nalen and also uh, uh, I will uh, check the show notes for um, a link to Linoleum Knife because I'm I'm definitely going to I'm looking forward to listening to a bunch of their their episodes from from here on out Um, all right so listeners uh, stay in touch Take care of yourselves and each other and looking forward to talking to y'all next time. So until then, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.